Welcome back to the Uncomfortable Conversation, where we talk politics, race, religion, and everything else that makes you and your family uncomfortable. I am your host, Austin, joined as always by Tobias. What's up, Tobias? What's up, Austin? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You are drinking early today. I don't tell nobody <laughs> else that. Well, I just yeah, said it on a man. podcast, so everybody gets to know it now. Shh, don't tell nobody. <clears throat> yeah, man, today I'm drinking, uh, it's a Jacob drink. I got it from my coworker named Jacob. It's uh, Jack Daniels Honey and Dr. Pepper. It's pretty good. And I have a Coke. <laughs> Taking it easy today. Bottoms up. <laughs> no, I have a I have a personal rule. I don't start drinking before noon. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, so not only did I just bad. not only did I just tell everybody that you're drinking early, <laughs> I just let everybody know that you're drinking before <laughs> noon. <laughs> you know what? Just don't judge me, guys. I'm going through a phase of my life where I need drinks in the morning. <laughs> You have me, man. You don't need drinks. You're the reason why I need drinks. No, of course not. Uh, okay, course we'll not, not say that on the air, but you know. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you know I, I, I'm sure they could just hear you drinking through the straw. <laughs> mm. Man, how's your week been? Mm. It's been pretty good. Uh, if you include this, this is my third job, so, mm-hmm. you know. Good luck. <laughs> it's, it's, good luck. It is what it is. Uh, it's a means to an end, though. I'm trying to get to a place where I can better take care of everything. So, all right, all right. It is what it is. You got to work to live better. <clears throat> but I'm tired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> get it together, man. I'm trying, man. I got a little. I think there's caffeine in this beverage. <laughs> you think so? It's a Coke. Oh, it's Coke Zero. It's Coke Zero, though. But I think it still has caffeine. Hang on. Welcome to the uncomfortable conversation where we read ingredients labels on shit. <laughs> um, yeah. It's the last ingredient. Kind of wish it was the first ingredient, but hey, <laughs> whatever. It's not much. <laughs> no, just a dash. But all right, so we've already talked about on the last episode how we're going to release the trailer bloopers. Right. Um, they must not want to hear the trailer bloopers, <laughs> really, because <laughs> they're not they're not doing they're not doing their job. Are if I add up, because remember I, I amended it to, the estimated audience per episode, mm-hmm. like unique audience, added up with the total watched hours on YouTube. Once that hits, one hundred and fifty, and we are at. I'm pulling up the numbers right now. Uh, let me get to my YouTube's, my tube of views, tube of views. I've never heard that. Hey, man, that's what I'm here to do. <laughs> Is that? Just to educate and amaze. <laughs> All right. So, if we add up the unique listeners per episode on the podcast and the total number of watched hours, we are at like 42, 43, and the goal is 150. Mm. You guys have some work to do. Get A lot of work it. to do. Get to it. I'm disappointed in our fans. <laughs> and, and most of them we work with, so I will get to tell them in person how disappointed in them yeah, I am. Yeah, you, you will definitely hear at your pool, uh, what, tomorrow? Definitely tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the beginning of the our week tomorrow, so I'll have more energy than other days, so I'll be able to jump their ass. So, covered that. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, just just... 
hit play a couple times, go do, you know, go do chores or whatever. I don't give a shit, but get those watch hours up. <laughs> uh, but make sure you like the video or dislike it if you don't enjoy talking about what we talk about mm-hmm. or listening to what we talk about because YouTube's algorithm doesn't give a shit. Right. So whatever, it's all engagement. So like it, dislike it, subscribe. Make sure you share. Share it. Share with your friends. Comment on it. Mm-hmm. I think we have like one fan that comments right now regularly. Like our, she's our number one fan. So I yeah. guess I guess she is. I, I might know. buy her a free t-shirt or something. You know, you can buy her something. I ain't buying her nothing. <laughs> and she's gonna hear this, and I know she is. I'm not buying you shit. I got you, but sis. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Get notified of new videos if you're on YouTube. And. If you're on YouTube, here's what you need to comment about. Okay. I'm gonna, at the beginning, I'm gonna start doing this at the beginning of every episode. I'm gonna tell people what they need to put in the comments. All right. Today, I want you to get down there in the comments. Let me know your thoughts on social justice warriors, because that is gonna be our main topic for today's episode. Mm. Social justice warriors, and we'll get into kind of what they are later Sounds once like we get to it. But while we're going through the news and everything, I almost put in the thumbnail for the video and the Instagram post and all that, I almost put like this like social justice warrior superhero picture thing that I found, but I don't think it, I think it was for like feminism. I don't think it was specifically for social justice warrior. So be careful, man. Yeah. Yeah. I decided not to do that. So while we're going through the news, make sure you jump in those comments. Let me know how you feel about social justice warriors. And as always be civil, be respectful. Mm -hmm. So that being said, you ready to get into some news, Tobias? I am. Let's go. Then let's get uncomfortable. First piece of news today that I want to talk about is the inauguration. No, I'm kidding. We're not going to talk about the inauguration. <laughs> We're not going to talk wait, about wait, that wait. at Can all. Can we please talk about Michelle Obama? She I didn't. Amazing. <laughs> she. Uh, I was trying to uh, <laughs> send her an Instagram message, but it didn't go through. So I'm kind of <laughs> sad about man, but Michelle Obama. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not going. I think. I think. Uh, I think President Obama can beat your ass, though. I think he can take you. So I you mean, may want to. But the thing is, he getting older, <coughs> so he fuck needs that. What am I saying? Michelle can fight her own battle. She beat the shit out of you, man. She probably would. She dude. She's like she would she's fuck out of you. I don't care if she's six oh. inches shorter than you. She oh, break man. you over her fucking knee. <laughs> I'll probably like it. But anyway, yeah, we're not going to talk about the inauguration because everybody's talking about the inauguration. So right. we're going to talk about some other stuff. All right. So first thing we're going to talk about comes to us um i have a list from voa news but basically we're going to go through some of the notable names of people that donald trump pardoned on his last day in office okay so if we look through some we'll we'll go over some more boring ones first and we'll jump into some of the fun (laughs) ones and then we're going to jump into a really fun one to to end it so number one uh first of all he he issued 143 presidential pardons and commutations Wednesday, his last day in office. I think he did that in like the last few hours, huh? Yeah, like it was like last minute. He just, mm. it's like he just had a list. Like you ever seen the, those old, like I, like TV shows and movies where people have a stack of papers and mm-hmm. they just pull a paper down, boom, sit it with a stamp, pull yeah, it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I feel like that's what he was doing. He just had his own little, Jesus. you know, Donald J. Trump. POTUS fucking stamp made with his signature and he was just like just getting after it. But so first one, first notable one is Steve Bannon. Do you know who Steve Bannon is? I do not. That does not surprise me. (laughs) Um, 
he was a key advisor in Trump's 2016 presidential run okay. on this campaign. He was charged last year with swindling Trump supporters over an effort to raise private funds to build the president's wall on the U.S.-Mexico border, to which he pleaded not guilty, but that's what he was charged with. Wait, say that one more time. <laughs> All right, I'm reading it verbatim, by the All way. All right. And, and people can find this list on voanews.com. So, Bannon, 67, mm-hmm. was a key advisor in Trump's 2016 presidential run. He was charged last year with swindling Trump supporters over an effort to raise private funds to build the president's wall on the U.S.-Mexico border. Oh, the wall that didn't get built. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was just trying to make sure. I heard yeah, that right. see, Trump said he's going to make the Mexicans pay for it, <laughs> and then his advisor was trying to get the Trump supporters to pay for it. Right, and it's still... <laughs> okay, okay, I just... My mind was So how do you feel about else. that? How do you feel about that guy getting pardoned? Apparently White House officials advised Trump against pardoning, pardoning him. Yeah, but Trump Trump's on his own agenda, agenda, but you know, agenda, pardoning and agenda just and everything. Is that a word? Hey, if, that's, if that's the word, please comment below and tell me that's the word. Actually, you know what? Better what? Comment below and tell Tobias that it's not a fucking word. <laughs> it sounds like it could be a when word. When he when he misspeaks, he needs to like not try to get YouTube to validate his fucking <laughs> hey, shitty vocabulary. Here, um, All right, but no, I think he shouldn't have. Kenton pardoned. is probably pissing himself right now. Oh, <laughs> okay. We're, Kitten is we're, another one of our we're big throwing fans. names out there. Uh-oh. We don't say last names though. We're good. It's all good. Oh man. But all right. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think he should have got pardoned. Because I mean, I guess Trump only pardoned him because he was doing it for Trump. Mm-hmm. So, mm. right, well, here's the next one. Elliot Broidy might not be saying that right, but he's a major Republican Party fundraiser. He pleaded guilty in October mm. to acting as an unregistered foreign agent, admitting that he accepted money to secretly lobby for the Trump administration or lobby the Trump administration for Chinese and Malaysian interests. So he was like the middleman for that situation. The illegal middleman for that situation. Uh, and he actually pled guilty. So why did he get pardoned? Because Trump. Give hmm. <laughs> <Jimmy>, me why. <laughs> Um, but it says prosecutors allegedly or alleged that Broidy received millions of dollars in payments from an unnamed foreign national to try to arrange the end of a U.S. investigation into billions of dollars embezzled from 1MDB, which is a Malaysian government investment fund. So, yeah. And he's an unregistered illegal agent when it comes to that foreign shit. And he got pardoned. So. I'm going to ask you the same question. Do you think he should have been pardoned? No. (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. All right. Next one on the list. All right. I'm not real sure how to say this first name. Kwame? Kwame Kwame Kilpatrick? Does that ring ring any bells? Isn't that a rapper? No? Mm Mm-mm. Oh. Oh no! Sounds like it would be though. It does, Kwame. Anyway, he was the former Detroit mayor. Mm. He was sentenced in 2013 to 28 years in prison, following his conviction on two dozen charges, including racketeering, bribery, extortion from a conspiracy. Um, and prosecutors said that all the crap he did worsened the city's financial crisis. So, he's 50 years old now. 
Um, he was once seen as a rising star in the Democratic Party, receiving mm-hmm. one of the longest corruption sentences ever handed to a major U.S. politician. Wow. He was mayor from 2002 to 2008, took a bunch of bribes and all kinds of crap. He got pardoned. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Because uh, you said he served, he was supposed to serve 28 years, but you... It's been, what, seven or eight years? Yeah, right, right, right. That's not fair. I mean, how you get pardoned from something that you already sentenced to and you were serving your term? Not your term, but your you, sentence. What you do, this is how you do this. Mm-hmm. This, this is how you get pardoned. I was okay. Up. We're going to go into Austin's classroom for a second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn you something. All right, learn me something. Um, make sure that whatever child happens to be president doesn't win the next time around and is really pissy and starts throwing out pardons. Maybe one will hit you. (laughs) I honestly have no clue why he got pardoned. I don't know why Trump, because I know with the last two we talked about, Steve Bannon and Elliot Broidy, they worked with Trump. Right. Whether it was on his campaign trail or just part of his, uh, you know, part of his committee, whatever. They worked with him. I don't know what the relationship is with this Kilpatrick guy. Maybe it was some kind of under table deal that him and Trump had, like they had. Well, because according to this, he was says he was once seen as a rising star in the Democratic Party. Like he wasn't even Republican. I mean, he may be Republican now. This that may have been back in the day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a little weird. That that needs a little <coughs> more a little more uh, research because uh, I need to know what's going on with this man. All right. Two more, then we're going to get into a couple of fun ones. All right. Shalom Weiss, I think is how you say this. Weiss. Spell that last name, please. W-E-I-S-S. E-I. Weiss. Shalom Weiss. All right, what happened? <laughs> we could spend just another hour you sitting there. Shalom Weiss. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Um, so <clears throat> he or she or whoever it is, I don't know, was convicted of bilking. I don't know what bilking is. Bilking $125 million from the National Heritage Life Insurance Company and its elderly policyholders. Bilking. B-I-L-K-I-N-G. Bilking. At first I thought you said milking. Uh, obtain or withhold money from someone by <coughs> deceit or without justification. That makes sense. It says Weiss was convicted of bilking $125 million <coughs> from the National Heritage Life Insurance Company and its elderly policyholders. He fled the United States and was sentenced in ab- absentia. Okay, so basically sentenced without him having to be there in 2000 to 845 years in prison. Wait, how long? But he was eventually extradited from Austria. He's so I, this is He was sentenced in 2000, the year 2000, to 845 years in prison. That's one of those sentencing deals in the United States justice system that makes no fucking sense to me. Uh, but it says, Weiss, 66, is at a U.S. penitentiary in Pennsylvania, according to the F- Federal Bureau of Prisons. Uh, Trump lawyers from his first impeachment sent letters to the White House in support of Weiss. So this guy basically stole $125 million dollars from elderly people that had like policies with this insurance company okay. was sentenced 
to almost a millennia. <laughs> like that makes no like sense. eight hundred forty-five years. Trump pardoned him, or her. I still don't know if Shalom is a male I, or I female. I think you name. said he in one of your sentences. Well, I probably did, but that don't mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Never mind. He. Um. First, let's 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 go to the sentencing thing of eight hundred and <laughs> how long? Forty-five. Forty-five years in prison. So, after he dies, who's gonna serve the rest of that? <laughs> His fucking children and their children and their children like, and their that's children. Crazy. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Why, why? When he when when he dies and gets reincarnated, that dude's doing eight hundred years. <laughs> How would you find him? Like, come on. That's like, um, okay, I'm not gonna get it. you. But you know how? Um, who is it? Uh, Hawk girl, whenever they die and get re, yeah. they come back as a different person. Hawk man and Hawk girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the only thing I can think of. But you never know who's. Yeah, but at least they, gonna they be. at least they look the same when they get reincarnated. <laughs> oh, this is weird. No, anyway. I don't like that. But yeah, taking money from the elderly as far as their from their insurance thing. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. So, so far on this list, we're zero for four of whether or not we felt they should have been pardoned or not. Nope. Next one, Anthony Lev- Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Lewandowski, okay. a former Google engineer. Mm. He pled guilty to stealing secret technology related to self-driving cars from the from Google before becoming the head of Uber Technologies' rival unit. So I guess Uber is working on you know their own version of self-driving cars or whatever. So he pled guilty to stealing technology from google and taking it to uber Mm. okay 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 Okay. in august a judge in san francisco sentenced him to 18 months in prison but said he could enter custody once the pandemic had subsided so he was sentenced in august but he he wasn't brought into custody yet because of the pandemic um yeah Mm. trump pardoned him for espionage, okay, okay, espionage. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, corporate espionage. <laughs> but yeah, he shouldn't be pardoned. Uh, even though I understand he's trying to take what he learns over here and bring it over here, but no, nah, man, you can't do that. That's secrecy, man. That's well, you, where's your loyalty? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that ain't cool, bro. That's right, Tobias. Don't you forget that. Where's your loyalty? <laughs> don't ever take any like of my that. ideas and go to another <laughs> podcast or some shit. You already know, don't you? I do. <laughs> I've been watching you. Oh, that makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Welcome to the uncomfortable conversation. Well, we talk about everything. <laughs> Race right. That makes Tobias uncomfortable. Uh, but nah, he should not be pardoned for that. Uh, and how long you say he was sentenced for? Eight months? 18 months. 18 months. Okay. Nah. Yeah. He can serve that. I've been saying, I'd let him, even yeah. if even if I felt that, like, eh, maybe you should have been convicted, maybe not, whatever. Hell with it. He can serve it. 18 months to ain't number a year and a half, bro. Yeah. Go ahead and serve it. Bring the Shalom guy over to talk about his 845-year prison sentence and tell me how bad 18 months is. Yeah, y'all can share. <laughs> Split that up. All right, let's get into a couple of couple of them that you will probably have more to say on. All right. All right, first one. And I got I got two more. First one, Lil Wayne. Oh, my. <laughs> Wayne? Lil Wayne. Pled, PCF, he, he pled guilty... In federal court, 
uh, in December to illegally possessing a firearm and faced up to 10 years in prison. Dang, 10 he was years. He was scheduled to be sentenced in March in Florida. So, he got he got pardoned by Trump. Apparently, on, on October 29th, he tweeted a picture of himself with Trump mm-hmm. following what he called a great meeting with the president. So, he has a great meeting with the president in October. He pleads guilty in federal court in December for mm-hmm. illegally possessing a firearm, gets sentenced to, or he hasn't been sentenced yet, but he faced up to 10 years in prison. Mm-hmm. And so, last day in office... Trump pardoned him. Um, How do you feel about that one? Should he get pardoned? Yes, that's Wayne. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna stand up for Wayne. But no, I mean, I mean, if he was, you know, if you pled guilty to that, I mean, you should get sentenced for your crime, uh, as for anyone. But I feel like that was I scratch your back, you scratch mine because mm-hmm. um, Wayne, I think at the last second before the um, before the Voting, uh, voting deal or whatever, you know, we was all going to vote. Wayne made some kind of announcement saying, "Hey, go vote for Trump" or something like that. So it was right. basically Wayne supporting him, and then Trump coming back to support Wayne. Right. Um, uh, but Trump wasn't the only one. Uh, Deion Sanders also wrote a letter, you know, to to plead for Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deion Sanders, the prime time, he played for the Cowboys, I think, a few other teams. And he, he's a big name in the NFL community. And, uh, you know, but, you know, I, I guess Trump's not the only one supporting Wayne in this situation. So I guess it's not completely wrong, but Wayne was wrong if he mm-hmm. pled guilty. Well, he pled guilty to illegally possessing a firearm because a year earlier mm-hmm. he was found with a loaded, gold-plated forty-five caliber handgun in his baggage aboard a private plane that landed at an executive airport near Miami. Bro, he got caught with a Fortnite gun? He got caught with a Fortnite gun. <laughs> he got caught with a gold. Oh, man. Um, says a previous felony conviction made it illegal for him to have weapons or ammunition. So he was already a convicted felon. That's why he, it was illegal for him to have a gun in the first right. place. Right. Then he gets caught with one at an airport. And then he pleads guilty to it. But he didn't have to serve a, a, then he didn't have to serve a day. My thing is, wait, why would you bring a gun to an airport? Got a little fucking Wayne, bro. <laughs> look, Cat Williams did the same thing, and he went to jail. Oh <laughs> uh, no, man! Come on, after, after that. Uh, so the question: Should he have been pardoned? No. Okay, I'm saying no. Next I mean, one. But the other me saying yeah. Next one. Kodak Black. <laughs> what are you doing? Send him to jail. <laughs> Twenty three years old. Uh, in federal prison for making a false statement to buy a firearm. Oh, wow. And his album, Bill Israel, was released from behind bars. He was in prison when he released that album. So he pled guilty in August 2019 and three months later was sentenced to three years and ten months in prison. Um, so wait, you're saying he like falsified documents to get a firearm? I guess. Says he was, uh, he's in federal prison for making a false statement to buy a firearm. But it says in a since deleted tweet in November, Black promised to spend one million dollars on charity if the president released him. So I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just going through my head because I used to work at a store that sells firearms. So 
uh, during his process of the 4473, he must have like made like his address or his his background history. He must have did something to um to get approved. But then when he actually got caught, yeah. maybe he used a different name because Kodak Black isn't his legal name. What's his real name? Bill Kahan Capri. Kahan Capri. Yeah. That's not a very man. You know what? Never mind. I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> getting off topic, Tobias. <laughs> getting off sorry. topic. But yeah, um, should he be pardoned? Hell no. Hell no. Um, no, if you're that, that's the problem with uh, firearms now. A lot mm-hmm. of people are buying them illegally or falsifying uh, information to get a firearm, and that's not right. The thing I'm most curious to see out of this, because he said. In November, he deleted the tweet, so he's probably going to go back on it. But mm-hmm. he he sent out a tweet in November that said that he promised to spend a million dollars on charity if Trump released him, if Trump pardoned him. Does he actually do it now? He's supposed to. He should. Man, like he probably won't though. He probably won't because like once you get pardoned from something, it's not like things say, hey, you know what, send him back to jail. But you know they never, you know, can't say that things happen. That we can't explain, so. Yeah, but that's not cool. Uh, All right. Yeah. One more. All right. We're going to talk about somebody that didn't get pardoned. Who? Because it's funny. (laughs) Who? You know who Joe Exotic is? (laughs) Tiger King. Tiger King. Apparently, (laughs) this dude. I want to see his picture. Had. um, He was so sure that he was going to get pardoned by Trump. <laughs> it looks so ugly. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead, I'm sorry. This dude was so sure that he was going to get pardoned by Trump. Not only did he have fans waiting outside the prison and stuff ready for him to come out. Matter of fact, I think there's a quote in here somewhere in this article that uh, he, by the way, this particular article is from CBS News, um, that... They were sitting out there waiting because his daughter wanted an autograph or something like that. But not only did he have all those fans out there, this guy had a limo sitting outside the prison waiting on him. Oh, wow. He was so sure he was going to get pardoned. He got a limo. Oh, wow. And then, t- he, and then he didn't get pardoned. You're talking about jumping the gun. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. He, 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 yeah. He needs to stay in there. I'm looking at one of his pictures, and it's photographed with a lion, a tiger, and a white tiger. And it's pretty horribly photographed. So, yeah, I would stay in jail just for that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. No, stay in the Tiger King. Oh, where's Carol Baskins? What's going on with her? <laughs> I, I, I'm more worried about her husband than her. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, you need to stay in there. Jeez, that is a big lion. In that little cage, that poor thing. But apparently... Um, in September, Joe Exotic wrote a letter, a handwritten letter mm-hmm. to Trump, calling Trump his hero and invoking Trump's criticism of federal investigators. And his, apparently in this letter, his argument as to why he should be pardoned, his legal argument, sorry, his legal argument. Mm-hmm is that before his recent fame on Tiger King, he was just, quote, just some gay gun-toting redneck in Oklahoma. You know what? 
and that he didn't get a fair trial because of his fame from Tiger King. But what? <laughs> Are you serious? That's apparently in his letter. That's what he wrote. That was his legal argument for a pardon. Was that he didn't get a fair a fair trial because of his fame? Yeah, yeah. My thing is, like, what what makes you feel so entitled to be con- co- so conceited that you would automatically get pardoned and you feel like? Hey, I'm too big. They didn't give me a fair trial. Oh, man. Like, come on now. Like, it's Netflix. <laughs> I mean, do I need to say more? It's Netflix, you know? Uh, yeah. I wonder, I wonder how many cuss words he said when that happened. Probably plenty. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's the first piece of news. All the pardons. All right. I wanted to get through that because I really wanted to get to get to the Joe Exotic thing because that shit was funny. Man, looking at this man is funny. Speaking of funny news. All right. Our second news story today. This comes to us from the Washington Post. Okay, let me get it open in a tab real quick. A man, this is a guy that uh, was part of the part of the Capitol riot. Mm-hmm. A man sent his girlfriend's brother a selfie while storming the Capitol building. Are you serious? The brother is a federal agent. You know what? Oh, man. Oh, man. And I'm looking at the selfie. This dude looks dumb as shit. Let me see the selfie. Uh, go to the go to the Google Doc. Okay. And then I've got the link on there to this article. Oh, man. And it's got the selfie. Dude looks confused as shit. <laughs> this is a big building. That's the only thing I can see going through his mind at the time. Let me see. Let me see. Let me tell you what I, what I think he's thinking. Oh, who is this guy? Thomas Fee. Fee. Says he got a text on January 6th from his girlfriend's brother asking if he was in Washington. He responded with a selfie inside the Capitol Rotunda. He's like one of those dads that has no emotion. Yeah. And he wrote in one of the text messages that he was at the tip of the spear. Like that went into the Capitol. Mm -hmm. He was one of them like right at the, the front. And so his girlfriend, her brother that he's sending these texts to he wasn't according to this he wasn't asking out of simple curiosity he's a special agent with the state department and so he turned him in well wait what's his what's the brother name that was that was a federal agent it doesn't have his name okay okay but his name the guy his name's taking, thomas fee the guy taking the picture his name is thomas fee wow but yeah and, so, and like, you know, I'm looking at the picture. It's like a house party. Everybody got their phones up. Like, hey, oh, look yeah. at me. Man, like, what's going on? Then I see no mask. I see this Well, guy. of course there's not any mask, dude. I mean, if I would have been taking pictures in the Capitol, I would have just got, you know, a decent outfit and, you know, a shave or something. This, this is horrible. But, yeah, uh. That's dumb. That's so stupid. That kind of like let you know the type of people that would break into the Capitol. And here's my thing. Now, I know, or I don't know, I would assume that with some federal agents, depending mm-hmm. on the nature of their particular jobs or assignments, they're not allowed to let people know that they're a federal agent. Mm-hmm. So the question is, I mean, this dude's dumb enough to storm the Capitol and to send a, take a selfie of himself doing it. 
is he also dumb enough to send it to a federal agent? Like, did he know that his girlfriend's brother was a federal agent? Well, you know what? Because some are sworn to secrecy. Like, yeah. They can't let them know their job title. So mm-hmm. maybe he yeah, didn't they're not, know. They're not all Stan Smith. They don't just get to walk around toting their guns saying, I work for the CIA and all that <laughs> bullshit. Nah. I, but. Yeah, that, that was pretty dumb. Uh, I just did a, some research and he was, used to be a firefighter. Mm-hmm. And. He went through some stuff. He was a. Okay, that, I got a bunch of articles in my news feed this from week. Him? Not, yeah, from him specifically. He <laughs> sent them to me. He sent his pictures. Uh, no, of articles of like people during the insurrection being identified as like retired firemen and policemen and judges and all kinds of crap. Uh, I think I saw some something that said ex uh, military or something like mm-hmm. that. There's a lot of those. That's a lot of ex military. Easy. That's crazy. Oh, man. I don't like that. But this says Fee, recently retired New York firefighter with a history of racist complaints, mm-hmm. <laughs> surrendered mm-hmm. in Queens on Tuesday morning. He is charged with unlawful entry of the Capitol and violent entry and disorderly contact on uh, conduct on Capitol grounds. So, yeah, folks, if you're wanting to commit an insurrection and you want to be the tip of the spear and all that stupid shit... Um, number one, don't take fucking selfies while you're in there. <laughs> number two, if if you just have this urge that's growing in your loins to make to take pictures and shit, and it's in the middle of a pandemic, put a mask on. <laughs> At least you show that you care. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, let's see what's what else happened. Um. Uh, yeah, man, and then like you said, he was accused of racist. Uh. Comments it just it said that he had a history of just racist complaints. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think one uh, was when he was uh, he accused he was you know saying like a joke saying that uh, do black men swim because he was uh, teaming up with this guy I forgot his name. Uh, Actually, I've almost put that as one of my stereotypes in episode one. What the black people can't swim. That you know what. And there actually is an explanation, and I don't know how valid it is because mm-hmm. I heard it from a comedian, mm-hmm. um, some white comedian. I can't remember his name, but he said he asked a black friend of his one time, like, hey, man, like, why is it the black people can't swim? Like, y'all the greatest athletes on the planet. You can't do a backstroke? What the fuck? And apparently his black friend was like, man, we grew up in the inner cities, didn't have access to pools and stuff. We just never learned how to swim. Makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> anyway, go on. Move, go on. That just that reminded me of that. But um, but you know the guy was a part of the this organization that where he you know was required to swim, but he was still getting jokes from Thomas and I think Thomas friends and stuff. And so, uh, yeah, he reported him. Uh, and I think his captain, the captain of the fire department, said, "Suck it up," you know, to the African American man. Mm-hmm. You know that was important about Thomas and his friends. So, I mean, he was accused, but I don't think every anything actually yeah. happened until like the last second. And and with with that kind of stuff, especially in a job setting, mm-hmm. it, what what's the context of the joke and that kind of stuff? Right. I mean, me and you up at the warehouse, we make you crack white jokes and me, I crack black jokes. I mean, it's just that's the relationship that we have. Right. 
You hear that, people? You can have a relationship like that and still love each other. Right. Um, and the thing is, me and him don't ever go too far. He, no, no, no. He no, has no. his limits. I have my limits. <clears throat> he, you know, like. We and if I were to, out. and if I were to say something that Tobias looked at me and said, "That's too much. That's too far," I would apologize and we move on. I think I have looked at you and said it was too much one time before, maybe. I don't remember you ever doing that. I think it's like early, early, early. Like when we first met. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, when after I was that, I was I mean, poking the bear to see when it would wake up, <laughs> seeing what the limits were. Uh, I don't remember you ever stopping me or anything like that. Let me see. Let me see. I think we was outside, like outside um, on like a thirty. I want to say, but it was so early. I can't remember what we was talking about. I kept. Yeah, I, I, I don't just even remember I the interaction. Obviously, but yeah. I mean, the thing is, when you have that comfortability with somebody and they kind of go too far, it's okay to let them know because yeah. if they're your true friend, they'll understand That's and right. they won't, you know, go and too far. And if they far. don't understand, they get defensive about it, they're not your friend. You don't need to right. hang out with them anyway. Right. So. Um, I think Tobias well. is still trying to find my line. I don't even, I'm not even sure I have one. As far as, you know, making white comments or jokes or whatever i think they're all funny i don't give a shit <laughs> bro he's a dad so you know how i am goes. i am a dad <laughs> all right third and final piece of news all right the reason i put this one in there is because the headline reads as such senate confirms austin for defense secretary and i was like you have my attention <laughs> <laughs> but no the senate voted to make retired general lloyd j austin the third the defense secretary. Okay. The overwhelming, by the way, the vote was 93 to 2. Dang. To, uh, like, approve this and to appoint him as the defense secretary. Jeez, putting the first black man in charge of the Pentagon. Wow. He is the first ever black man to be in charge of the Pentagon. And the votes was? 93 to 2. Mm. That's powerful, man. That yeah. kind of speaks volume. That's That's a statement. I wonder who the fuck those two were. Because obviously this guy seems like a good guy. Right. I got a picture of him right here in front of me. He's smiling. He seems nice. What the hell, man? Kind of like somebody's preacher. He does <laughs> look like a preacher. <laughs> but man, 93 to 2. I, I really feel like those two are dickheads. <laughs> Come on, man. If if everyone in the class say, yeah, let's watch a movie. And the two kids in the back saying, I want to do some schoolwork. You're dickheads. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So he is a uh, retired four-star Army general okay. who commanded U.S. forces in the Middle East. Okay. He becomes the second member of President Biden's cabinet to be approved by the Senate. Um, let's see. Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines was confirmed Wednesday. Um, several other cabinet members are likely to get confirmation votes soon. But, yeah, he was... he. Arrived at the Pentagon and was sworn in around noon. Um, what's the date on this damn thing? Noon yesterday. Mm-hmm. So he was sworn in yesterday. But yeah, first black man to be in charge of the Pentagon. Come on, black man, say something. Go. I'm proud of you. I'm <laughs> proud, man. As a black man, I'm proud. I'm more proud at the votes, the vote numbers. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if it's like... Uh, what, what, 55 to 40 or something like that. You know, that's close, you know. But when it's 93 to 2, 
bro. This is dang near 100%. I have the names of the people that voted against him. Oh, give it, okay. found it. So, the that. Senate debate on his nomination only lasted 10 minutes. Wow. It was quick. Okay. It says the two senators who voted against him were Republicans. Shocker. Mm, right. Uh, Senator Mike Lee of Utah and Josh Hawley of Missouri. Mike Lee. Let me see what he looks like. Thought y'all could get away with this shit and nobody will notice. <laughs> Businessman and attorney serving as the senior United States senator from Utah. Conservative Republican. Hmm. What's the other man's name? Uh, Josh Hawley. Josh. H A W L E Y. Got you. All right, let's see what about you. Joshua David Hawley is an American attorney and politician who served as the junior United States senator from Missouri since 19, 2019. Oh, he looks weird. He looks old. <laughs> he looks like one of those bad guys on uh like an old uh Marvel movie. Uh, I don't like it. Alright, look up somebody else for me real quick. Alright, what's up? Janet Yellen. Janet Yelling? Okay. Yellen. Gotcha. What's she look like? <laughs> she likes she made cookies. <laughs> look at this, bro. I meant like, like Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I recognize her. Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently, uh, she is Biden's pick to head the Treasury Department, and she's expected to be confirmed next week. All right. So let me tell you what I said. I was just curious. It, it's she. Her name popped up in the article, and I was curious. From these pictures, I see a grandma. Okay, I see a picture where the kid's acting bad. She's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Ever seen those? Ever seen those cartoons where there's like a pie in the in the windowsill, yeah, yeah, and like the smoke comes out and it creates a finger that like yeah. is emotion or whatever? She's the woman that made that pie. Like definitely, <laughs> and then there's the one where she's smiling, like she's like the sweetest old lady. I feel like she gives good hugs. Yeah, but if she's a politician and she's made it all the way this far, but she'll cut your ass in a oh, heartbeat. Oh man! But she don't like, fuck around, bro. This picture right here lets you know everything. Oh yeah, like that's what I ain't fucking around. Look, that's what that is. <laughs> that's exactly what that is. But yeah, kudos to you, ma'am, Missy Yellen. Kudos to you. <laughs> That's the news. That's it? That's the news. Oh, man. Keeping it to three stories. I'm going to try to keep it to three stories every week. Some weeks it might be a little difficult, but I'm going to try to keep it to three. Oh, man. So, Missing you ready him. to talk about some social justice warriors? I am. Are you? I am. Right after this break. Gotcha. Welcome back from that break, everybody. I hope that... Hope that ad was just easy on the ears for you. <laughs> Decided to do things a little differently on the ad, so I yep. hope that hope that relaxed you. Even though it probably didn't. Probably did, but, but you know. If that did, if I hope it did because we're about to start talking about some social justice warriors. And I know people usually have mm. one opinion one way or the other when it comes to these cats. <laughs> See the, it, <laughs> that look that you just gave me when I said like it. man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, so here's how we're going to do it. I'll save it. Um, when we talked about Black Lives Matter last week, I treated it kind of like a research brief where I went over bros, pros and cons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. What I'm going to do this time is I'm going to go through. I couldn't find enough positives on this Okay. at all. I couldn't even come up with positives, let alone find them. I only have one. So what I'm going to do this time is I'm going to treat it like a debate round. Okay. But I'm going to treat it as if I'm the negative. Okay. And I'm the one, you know, bashing these motherfuckers. Okay. 
for lack of a better term. Hey, I um, have no positive, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to let you go first. Fine with me. We're not talking about Black Lives Matter stuff, so. You don't necessarily have to have the final word this time. I, trust me, I don't <laughs> and want And yeah, the you final already word. told me you don't want the final word on this one. No. So, um, yeah, Social Justice Warriors. To All right. Take it away. All right, this is my take on Social Justice Warrior without any research, like, information right now. So, Social Justice Warrior are Back to no fucking research. Uh, so, look, okay, check this <laughs> he out. He did check so good out. last week, and now I he's back to his old way. A little bit of research. Just a little <laughs> bit, okay? Um, but they are people who stand up for the right causes in the wrong way. So, I mean, they, you know, they stand up for fi- feminism, uh, racial injustice, gender equality, things like that. But it's just like, Whenever you're talking to a social justice warrior, it's like you're talking to a brick wall because you give your opinion, they give your, uh, their opinion, then you have something to say back. And there's like, well, I think you're wrong. And no, nah, man, like the thing is, they don't listen. They don't listen. So- social justice warriors don't listen because in a debate, you're supposed to listen to what I have to say versus what you have to say. And then you listen to respond in a correct manner to either uh, encourage or to dispute what's going on. But it's like every time you have something to say back to one, it's like a dispute. Um, like their ideology is good, you know, and it's it's made to have conversations. Like it's a great idea that they started with. It's just how they execute it. Um, I've seen people use their... Uh, their title as social justice warrior to belittle other people and their uh, thoughts and all that. Um, what else do I have here? Um, Shitty fucking research. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I think uh, the social justice warriors really became big uh, more recently with the LBQT and transgender uh, campaigns for equal rights. Um, and I mean, Like I said, we're all for equal rights, you know, black, white, lesbian, women, like all of them. Like we want equal rights and all that. And it's just hard because, you know, you fight in so many different battles. But there's ways to have these battles and there's ways to execute them. There's ways to listen. Um, There's so many examples. Um, And. I, we were talking, I think, earlier last week, and he was like, I don't really think black, black people can be social justice warriors. And I was like, you know what? No, they can't. Two days ago, I was like, they damn sure can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's black people that take Who told these, you that white people can't be social justice warriors? No, you told me black people can't. You don't think black people can be social justice warriors. I think it was talking at work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I, 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 shit, I never see a black person doing shit like this. It's always white people that are like, "Hey, but look, you probably won't. I will." Oh, that's true. That's true. I definitely You're... will see them. Um, <laughs> it's it's just like black people. I understand you have a fight on your hands. Like I'm gonna go back to Black Lives Matter, but at the same time, you can't go looking for a fight. I was talking to somebody at work. Like you can't go looking for a reason to start something. He said, he came and said something to me, talking about, man, why you over here starting with these white people up here? I said, man, you know how it go. And so, we, you know, we was laughing. And we was talking about the drunk man named Glenn, you know. 
And it, That's right, Glenn. There's your first fucking <laughs> shout out right there. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with him. It's just he was just being funny, starting stuff. And, and it's, it's nothing against Glenn because Glenn is a good friend, you know. But it's just that's an example of how serious people can be. He wasn't serious at all. Serious at all. But Glenn, <laughs> you crazy. But anyway, uh, like. For a little context for mm-hmm. some of our other listeners that may not know Glenn. Glenn keeps his finger in a jar in his truck. <laughs> And if, and if you ask him why, and it's not a whole finger, it's like a, the tip of his finger. He got a, he get, got cut off in an accident. But if you ask him why he has his finger in his truck, why he keeps it with him, he's like, hey, man, I got to keep it with me. It completes me. <laughs> yeah, that's Glenn drunk, is man. by far the funniest dude at the warehouse. <laughs> like, there's no contest. Like, I can't compete with that guy. No. <laughs> I can't. I'm probably the loudest guy there, but I'm not the funniest. <laughs> um, but, yeah. There, there's ways to handle situations like, uh, like I said, black people don't go looking for a fight, go looking for a solution. Um, for social justice warriors, go looking for a solution. Stop, don't look for a fight. Don't look to belittle someone and make sh- and make their views seem less than yours. We want, we want the same thing. I'm gonna say me, me and Austin, me and Austin, because I can vouch for Austin. Me and Austin will have the same thing that you want. We want equal rights. Mm-hmm. We want everybody to be treated fairly. But we're not going to go and say, well, I think you shouldn't say this because, no, you have the right to say whatever you say. But, you know, sometimes keep that shit to yourself. But, you know, hey, that's all I I got to say on that. The thing is, on the argument, before I get into my social justice warrior spill, Mm -hmm. the argument of equality versus fairness, Mm -hmm. they're two different things Okay, in some some cases. Or Mm -hmm. at the very least, people perceive them to be two different things. Equality is... Everyone is on the same level. Okay. They're they're equal. Mm-hmm. Hence the term equality. <laughs> um, but there are people out there like, and I don't have a. I'm about to use this as an example. I don't have a problem. Okay. With this at all, and we're actually we have an episode planned for this, but I'm going to go ahead and say something about it now. It. Affirmative action. Okay. Okay. Where, just an example of it is with some colleges and universities, there are preferences given to black applicants to be mm-hmm. to to attend that college mm-hmm. so that, it's like, uh, that like is not stuff like yeah that. that is not equality okay. because they're given preference over you know white people mm-hmm. however it can be viewed as fairness right right because this is something that's long overdue right so anyway I, you sparked that idea in my head and I wanted to get it out there but we will talk about affirmative action on a future episode but yeah, this is social justice warriors. That's another thing that they're kind of disconnected on the idea of equality versus fairness or whatever. Right, right. Continue. Uh, or no, was, or was that done. it? <laughs> hey, man. Well, I picked the right fucking time to interrupt you then, didn't I? <laughs> Balls in your court. So what I'm going to do is, like I said, I'm going to treat it like a debate round where I'm the negative. Mm-hmm. And so first what we would do is go through what we would call resolutional analysis where we're breaking down each word in the resolution. There is no resolution, so I'm just going to talk about what a social justice warrior is. Um, and then I'm going to go into three points of shit that I don't like about social justice warriors because, quite frankly, I can't think of anything that I do like about them. Okay. Um, and just to be clear, there is a difference between a social justice warrior and someone who stands up for social justice. Mm-hmm. There is a difference there. And we'll talk about that. And Tobias has already talked about some of that. 
Uh, wait, is a liberal the same thing as a social justice warrior? Some of them. They tend to be the ones more than more often than not. Okay. Like if you if you were to take a a cross section of a bunch of social justice warriors, I would probably venture to say at least eighty percent of them are liberals. Okay. Um, not a bash against liberals. That's just you know, conservatives want to. They don't want change. They don't care who gets what rights and stuff for the most part. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, so first, let's talk about what a social justice warrior is. And I've got a couple of. It, it was difficult to find like. Like, you go to Merriam-Webster and type in social justice mm-hmm. warrior, it literally just says someone who fights for social justice. Right. That's not, that maybe used to be the definition. Mm-hmm. That's not what social justice warrior means anymore, not in today's context. So the two that I pulled up are, and I know that these are sites where you can type whatever the fuck you want, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but we're going to use them because it's funny. Um, so first one, if you go to Wikipedia and you look up social justice warrior, Says it, it is a pejorative term for an individual who promotes socially progressive views, including feminism, civil rights, and multi- multiculturalism. The accusation that somebody is an SJW carries implications that they are pursuing personal validation rather than any deep-seated conviction wow. and engaging in disingenuous arguments. So that's probably the best one I could find because that's, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, they think that their heart is in the right place. They're like, hey, I'm standing up for these social issues. But really, it's coming from a place of self-validation. That's crazy. Um, so the other website that I looked up the definition of, Urban Dictionary. Why you look at me like that? <laughs> because it's funny. Um, so the top definition on Urban Dictionary for social justice warrior. This term no longer means what it actually means. Social justice can range from in, from anything from men not working in kitchens to being racist towards white people in classrooms to, quote, avenge African-Americans. Um, and then it says under that, a social justice warrior is just a serial killer who is one or two ticks away from being institutionalized. Why? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I wanted to go through some of these definitions because they're funny. Um, oh, man. The number two definition. Okay. A nihilistic group of extreme airheads who beg for a fascist system of government that will adhere to their fullest proven to fail delusions. <laughs> that stopped you from taking a yeah, drink when I, I started. Take a drink and I was like, well, you st- what? Oh, man. Third definition. To simplify things, okay. a social justice warrior, or SJW, are often thought to ruin everyone's fun and free speech. They That's force censorship, true. blame crap on gamers, and other things of this nature. The the SJ anthem SJW anthem explains this. P.S. They're known for getting triggered. Wow! And then it has an example of a normal conversation where a casual guy says, "I don't think the mass shooting simulator is bad." And then before he can finish his sentence, the the SJW is like, "I'm triggered!" Like just freaks out. Like, but so yeah, they get mad over every and any. But essentially, like I said, it's. It has become a term that describes people in a negative light Mm -hmm. because we are in the culture now where there are a lot of people that are just jumping at the bit to fucking defend and avenge all these social injustices, Mm -hmm. but they're doing it for selfish reasons and they're doing it because they need that self-validation. So that leads me into my first point. Which is, this is actually a personality trait. There was a group of universities, Tel Aviv University, University of Pennsylvania, and the University of Jerusalem. 
published a paper in May of last year where they, they did this huge study. They did a bunch of different trials of this, that, whatever. They actually determined that this is a legit personality trait that some people have. And in their paper, they call it the tendency for interpersonal victimhood, mm. TIV. Um, and so they go through, and like I said, the the study is basically to determine whether or not it's people just being assholes or if it is an actual personality trait. And the fact of the matter is, what they determined is it is an actual personality trait. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be my first point is, and it's not necessarily a negative point or a positive point. It's just this is an actual personality trait that some people have. Some people, they cannot help but to, quote, get triggered <laughs> when shit comes up. I used to use that word a lot. I'm yeah. Like, I'm going to stop, though. Well, I was going to try to stop, and then SJW. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my second point under this, and this is definitely a negative point, mm-hmm. and this is one of the reasons why I can't stand social justice warriors, is they are selfish. Okay. And it harkens back to the idea of them being if for self-gratification or self you know, it's it's selfish. It's a they use their, I guess, position as an SJW or their their desire to jump up and fight against people mm-hmm. as a way to twist someone else's struggles or, in a lot of cases, lack thereof, into personal attacks. Like for example, you're sitting there hanging out with people, white, black, whatever. You're hanging purple, whatever. You're hanging out with any a bunch of people. And someone says something that, I mean, they may do something as simple as call you black. Mm-hmm. Doesn't bother you a bit. Mm-mm. You're good. And I say that because I know you. <laughs> right. Doesn't bother you a bit. But then, you know, this white person over here jumps up, jumps that dude's ass. Don't call him black. The proper term is African-American. And when you call him black, you're you're degrading his cultural you know background and this and that and da, 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 da. and he is playing the victim card for you right. even though it didn't bother you because he needs that self-validation right right and so in this paper and i'm gonna just so i don't misquote it i am actually going to look it up need for recognition is one of the things they talk about uh just to piggyback on uh what you just said as far as like him jumping the gun you know speaking up for me uh that's the thing about ideas um and social justice warriors try to put their ideas on someone else because since they believe that hey that's not right you know use the term african-american they they try to push that on everyone else and so it's like if I'm not offended, why would my opinion mm-hmm. change as soon as he says something? Exactly. Like, so if if you're in a situation and you feel comfortable in that situation and someone else says something and that changes your opinion, like, you have to kind of think about it for a little bit. Like, is that really your opinion or somebody else's opinion that you're taking into your own heart? And it may not even really be their opinion. Right. They may just, like I said, be looking for that need for recognition right. that this paper talks about. Um, it says here in part one, which is the studies 1A through 1C, because like I said, they do a bunch of different studies. We established the construct of TIV, uh, Tendency for Interpersonal Victimhood, mm-hmm. with its four dimensions, need for recognition, moral elitism, lack of empathy, and rumination. 
And so if you go through and look at the need for recognition, need for recognition refers to victims' motivation to have their victimhood acknowledged and empathized with. At one end of the spectrum, experiencing trauma undermines previous perceptions about the world as a just and moral place. Recognition of one's victimhood helps establish victims' confidence in their perception of reality. So basically, it's like, you're going to hear what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to recognize me and recognize my v- that I'm the victim now. Even though, <laughs> you call- <laughs> even though you called Tobias black, you're personally attacking me. And I got to say some shit about it. So, SJWs, on the whole, mm-hmm. are very, they're, they're reasons behind it. And I'm not saying I disagree with standing up for people. Right. Not what I'm saying at all. The idea if, is good. If knowing, like, if after getting to know you, I learned that, and you're not this way, but if I had learned that, like, you were real introverted, you're real quiet, you you don't want to necessarily stand up for yourself in certain situations, because there are people out there that they struggle with that kind of stuff, Um. then, yeah, like, somebody says something, and I may come to you first and be like, hey, man, did that bother you? And if it did, I'm going to stand up for you. Right. But these are people that, without trying to figure out whether it bothered the person or not or whatever, they, they, they're, they're being the selfish ones and they want to jump up and say something. And as a matter of fact, if you go through this paper that they published and you actually look for the word selfish, it pops up and it says, empirically, victimhood was found to increase the sense of entitlement to behave aggressively and selfishly. And then, oop, let me go back to the, oh, it's not even letting me go back. Little shithead. Here we go. Um, <laughs> it says, at the individual level, moral elitism may be used to control others by accusing them of immoral, unfair, or selfish behavior while seeing oneself as highly moral and ethical. Okay. So basically, these SJWs are saying, like, look, you're being selfish mm-hmm. and you are saying things that are immoral and unethical by calling my friend Tobias black. Mm-hmm. When in reality, they're the ones that are trying to put themselves on this moral fucking high horse saying, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. When they have no right to do any of that shit right. to come up and say anything. So that's like, I said, that's my, my second, my second case point, if you will, is that SJWs, their purpose behind doing this is usually very, very selfish. Yeah. Okay. And I'm sick of their shit, quite <laughs> frankly. <laughs> sound very angry. Honestly. Number three. Okay, right. my third and my last point is that it's fucking cowardly, especially in this day and age. Now, the situation that I just showed, that I just told you and our listeners about, about we're out in a social setting, we're hanging out, mm-hmm. somebody calls you black, and then fucking Dave jumps up, you know, in his moral elitism and tries to back you up on shit that you don't need fucking help with. Um, why'd you smile? Like, do you know somebody named Dave that does that kind of stuff? I was no. just pulling a name out of my ass. Somebody came to my mind and I didn't want to say the name out loud. You tell me when we're done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but in today's day and age, the thing that makes it so cowardly is social media. Mm-hmm. You have these platforms like Instagram at the uncomfort pod. <laughs> you have Twitter also at the uncomfortable <laughs> but and then you know youtube different you know these different social media platforms where you don't have to use your actual name right and your actual you know identifiable 
you know, whether it be your name or anything that you don't fuck on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram, you don't even have to put your face out there for people to see it. Right. Um, which sounds kind of hypocritical because that's what we're doing right now, but that's just because we're not in a place to actually record. You know, we're, we're not in a situation where we can record ourselves. So mm-hmm. look forward to that in the future, folks. You will actually get to see our faces at some point. Good <laughs> luck with that. Yeah. I am going to go ahead and apologize for your computers and your phones <laughs> now because it may break the screen. <laughs> um, but your Twitters, your Instagrams, your Reddits, your YouTubes, whatever, these, these platforms where you don't have to use your own, you know, information, mm-hmm. your identifiable information, your name or your, you know, your face or anything like that. These fucking keyboard warriors that will jump on Twitter and jump mm-hmm. all kinds of ass and they don't have their face or their name up there. They, Those are the SJWs that in real life wouldn't say a goddamn word because they know they get their ass beat. Yep. Um, and again, I have no problem with standing up for somebody. Right. Make sure that person needs standing up for, though. Or if somebody were to call you black and you had a problem with it and you looked at me and were like, Austin, let's beat this dude's ass. I'm there for you, brother. Let's do it. I don't know why, but you're my friend, so I'm going to back you up. <laughs> but it's selfish. It's fucking cowardly. Yeah. I'm sick of their shit. <laughs> okay. I, I, I definitely get that. Now, that being said, when you have instances like, and a lot of people say it was very, it was a very cookie-cutter, empty speech, but like the inauguration, where Joe Biden gave a speech, and he, he talked about we need to come together, we need to have you know, he talked about equality mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And moving through his presidency, we're probably going to hear a lot more of him or Vice President Harris and other representatives in Congress or whatever talk about the rights of, you know, LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know the proper term now. They keep adding letters and symbols to it. Um, no, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm saying that from a pure stance of ignorance. I really don't know what the proper term is anymore. <laughs> Um, but you know, transgender rights and, you know, obviously we're still having the debate about black equality. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, he just, his first day in office, he signed in, he signed this immigration reform bill. Right. So we're going to start having the conversation of, you know, Hispanics and Latinos and that's because that's the people that immigrate here more often than not. Mm -hmm. We're going to have these conversations. We're going to have people in positions of power come out and say this is what needs to happen that's not an sjw in my opinion because they are not reacting to something somebody else said on behalf of someone who's probably perfectly capable of standing up for themselves right so i have no problem with standing up for yourself but if you're in a social setting or if you're sitting in front of your keyboard in mama's basement wanting to ruffle some feathers and draws yeah make sure you are standing up for someone who needs it mm-hmm. don't Take it as a personal attack. And I know this is going to fall on deaf ears for some people because as they've established, this is an actual personality trait. Mm-hmm. I recognize that it's an actual personality trait. I'm not trying to say, oh, that's fake. and that, Like, I get it. It don't mean I got to like it. don't mean I agree with it, you know. Yeah. But like, that's kind of where I stand on it. I don't like these. So, And back in the day, social justice warriors were your people like Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Where he got up and he gave speech and stuff, but the difference is he put himself out there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, to you know, he ended up getting shot, but he put himself out there and he was standing up for his fellow black people. Right. He was he was a social justice warrior because he he was the face of a movement 
and he was in that movement. Right. Fucking Dave at the bar. Fucking Dave. Fucking Dave. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Pulling his fucking Dave move and coming over here and and standing up for people he don't know in a situation he doesn't have all the details. He mm-hmm. just happened to overhear somebody calling you black. Those are the motherfuckers I got a problem with. I got you. I got you. You got like, shaky last week. I'm getting shaky this week. <laughs> hey, man. Look, this is, this is your time. This is my time. Go off. But, uh, like, definitely, like, I'm I'm very uh, defensive and possessive of people I care about, mm-hmm. especially women. Uh, so it's like when they go through something and I see something I don't like, I definitely mm-hmm. go to them first before I make a move. Maybe, yeah. Hey, are you okay? Because you may uh, – there's, there's one or two situations. You may go to that woman mm-hmm. say, hey, are they bothering you? Like, do I need to handle up on them? And they say either say, man, yes, no, whatever. There's a chance you may go up to that woman and say, hey, is there something I can do for her? She's like, yeah, hold my fucking earrings. I'm like, she's going to she gonna, she gonna take the hoop earrings out mm-hmm. and she's going to go fuck a motherfucker up. Right. So she, like, <laughs> I'm going to make sure I got the backs to them and everything. That's right. <laughs> and it's like, uh, I'm going to stand there like a war bride just waiting on her to come back. <laughs> right, right. And it, look, if things get out of hand and I need to jump in, you know. Yeah. I'll take my shoes off, or you know, I probably wouldn't take my shoes off. That'd work. She'll take but, her shoes off, though. She'll take them heels man. off and them hoop earrings out. She'll go be some ass. Man. But, yeah. So, stand up for people, but do it in the right way. Right. Anything else you got to say? Mm, don't Cause be I'm, a Dave. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I went through my whole, my whole spiel. Don't be a Dave, and don't be a Karen. We haven't brought in Karen. <laughs> Karen is definitely There's, a social We just, we just. Warrior. Lost all of our listeners named Dave and Karen. Uh, <laughs> if your name is Dave and Karen, you're good. But if you are a Dave and Karen, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, if your name is Karen and you listen to this, you understand that we're just pulling names out of our asses, that we're trying to have a normal conversation, and you've stuck with us so far. Good on you. Welcome to the Uncomfortable Family. If your name is Karen, and as soon as your name came up, you got pissed off and you turned the podcast off. That's a real fucking Karen move, Karen. <laughs> Karen. Don't be a Karen. Don't be Come a Karen. On, man. But yeah. We're just here to inform you. To We're here to give inform my ass. We're here to give our opinions on stuff. Now, uh-huh. granted, I try to form my opinions around, you know, stuff like resources that I can actually mm-hmm. pull from, like this paper that they, you know, put together. Mm-hmm. These different universities, different studies, that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, my opinion, I don't fucking like SJWs. I don't like them. They're annoying. No, if you like them, that's okay. If, if you like them, that's okay. I don't hate you if you like social justice warrior. I don't hate you if you are a social justice warrior. I don't like you, but I don't hate you. <laughs> I I respect your position, right? And you know, I may not agree with what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. That's the way I I look at things. Okay. But with that being said, that's it, man. That's the end of the show. I'm good. You good? I'm good. You All good? Right. I'm good. I'm good. Sweating a little bit, but I'm good. <laughs> you calm, calm down, <laughs> I'm a, man. I'm gonna calm down. Throughout the rest of this, uh, telling everybody, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you for subscribing if you are listening on YouTube or whatever podcast service you happen to be using. Appreciate you subscribing so that you you know get all the, the episodes. Um, thank you for telling a friend, sharing this with people. That's the only way that we get more listeners right now. Mm-hmm. And if you want that fucking trailer blooper reel, you better share it with some people because y'all are slacking on us right now. <laughs> um, if you are that friend you know, makes people uncomfortable. Thank you for sharing it with everybody. Cause mm-hmm. that's just, that's the type of person you are. And we appreciate you for that. 
Um, leave us a review. I know you can do it on Apple Podcasts. I don't know what other apps you can do it on, but get on there and leave us a review. If you leave us something really, really nice, we may read it read it on air. Definitely Let people know about air. you. Uh, send us any questions, comments, or topic you know topics you want us to talk about, comments, questions, anything like that. Drop down the comment section on YouTube and drop it in there if you're listening on YouTube. Um, if not, send it an email. Email us at uncomfortablepod at gmail.com. Um, we're only on episode four, so we hadn't really got a whole lot to not talk yet. about. I'm probably going to wait until we start getting more of those, and then we can kind of clump them together talk about a lot of stuff at once. But make sure you follow us on Twitter at The Uncomfort Pod and on Instagram at The Uncomfort Pod. Um, anything else you need to say to the folks, uh, Tobias? Be interactive. We love interaction. We love yes. from you guys. Let us know what you want to hear. With, without you guys, we're questions. just two dudes in a room talking right. shit. That's all we are. You know, I don't mind hanging with this guy drinking uh, a different kind of whiskey. Before noon, by the way. Somebody started See, early. bro, you ain't had to bring that up, though, man. I already, dude, I brought it up at the beginning of the episode. You late the party on that. man. Look, hey, I'm, I'm good now. It's afternoon. Yes, so. be interactive. And I will give people a little sneak peek. There's some stuff we got coming up. Okay. Um, we are working on some designs for some apparel, like some T-shirts, some hoodies, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I have ordered one sample of a T-shirt. Okay. If it's not good, I'm going to send it back and, you know, we're going to get the shit fixed. But here for too much longer, here pretty soon, everybody be looking forward to that. Right. You, know, oh. you can get out there. That's that's one way you can support us if you'd like to is you get you a shirt. Once we start putting these shirts out there and wear them, somebody asks about it, tell them about us. Yeah. That's uh, the only way we get, we spread. I did get like a the Rona. Recommend- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got bats. Look, uh, I did get a recommendation that uh, someone wants some underwear. That uh, have the uncomfortable. <laughs> First of all, I don't think the platform we're using offers underwear. Um, we could make like some leggings and stuff, but I don't think they offer underwear. Secondly, if you're wearing underwear in an attempt to promote this podcast, I appreciate it. However, put your fucking pants on. <laughs> Bro, your face just got so... You went straight dad mode. All right, look at here. Like, you went straight dad mode. Oh, man, he's going to hear Because that's the only way they're going to see it. You're going to have our faces plastered across your ass, and that's the only way they'd be able to see it. Oh, yeah, they said they want the name in the back, too. Like, make sure the name is... It's a long name. Only certain people are going to be able to wear that underwear and actually pull it off. But... Oh, that make you feel uncomfortable. All right, that's a good. that's a good note to end it on. That's a good note to end it on. We're laughing. That's good because we were getting heated there for a second, or at least I was. So, kiddos, I hope you had fun listening to us today. I know we had fun recording it. And remember, it's okay to disagree. You can disagree with each other, still respect each other. We can disagree with each other and still love each other. And keep that in mind. We won't solve the world's problems, but we'll shave some of the rough edges off. Until next time.